0: to and look this thing is working for me this week all right one more time well good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today coming to you direct from the brewery overlook here in beautiful victoria british columbia canada i am john and this is the rogues tavern tavern talk where your shelves are empty costs are going up plan now after all it's a great fealty test and did you pass the test This is where the part where we usually go and say, hey, time for you to come in out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Only me tonight, though. Amber's not here tonight. She's got so many other things to do that uh, it's left it to me to deal with it all by myself. And, yeah, my stream settings are all messed up. I've got issues all over the place. I've tried resetting them, but this OBS thing is just a real pain in the neck. Murphy's still having a field day, but I am going to try a bit later in the stream. About an hour in, I'm going to cut off YouTube. For anyone who happens to show up for YouTube tonight, I'm going to cut it right off, and there's not going to be anything here after the first hour. The other half of the hour will be located over on the Odyssey channel, and the links are in the show notes below. And the uh, thing, and before I leave, I will put the link to the Odyssey channel in the chat window, so you can come join me over there. And uh, that's where I will go into all kinds of other stuff, because I'm going to spend the first hour here going over all kinds of stuff. This week, I've got tips for filling filling your larders, wild medicines for cold and flu season, and of course, some deep deep dark rabbit holes. And of course, since I am on. Uh, The tubes, I got to behave for at least a little while and pay attention to what I say and how I say it so I don't get this channel completely killed yet. After all, it's slowly finding us more listeners. You know, after all, we've got a whole 29 subscribers at this point in time. But what the hell? You know, I'm so used to not having subscribers because, you know, I don't know how to market worth shit. But uh, once I figure it out or once somebody discovers me or I piss off the right person, I'm sure everyone will come join us here on the tubes. You can get the show notes over at theroguestavern.com. And you can also join the show over at Odyssey. Link is in the show notes. Also you can donate to the show by going to Stream Labs. I'll dump those two links into the chat box now. Go check those out, donate to the show, and you can go buy some stuff over at the Stream Labs also. So that's pretty cool. We've got some stuff to buy, and we've got some place for donations. Let's start off the show right with our spiritual reading for today. Today's spiritual reading comes directly to you from Romans chapter 8, verse 1 to 30. There is, therefore, now known condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh— "'God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, "'and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, "'that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, "'who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. "'For they that are after the flesh "'do not mind the things of the flesh, "'but they that are after the Spirit, "'the things of the Spirit. "'For to be carnally minded is death.' For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also which have the, fr- the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope for what man seeth. Why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then we do with the patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for all the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be confirmed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, that he also called, and whom he called, then he also justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. Wow, that was a whole lot of random. But, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, at any rate, that was today's thing. Loads of fun, entertainment. Off we go. Let's have today's special videos. We've got two of them for you today. All right. First one we got for you. It's a short little clip. Oh, well, we got a commercial. Let's get through the commercial. Skip the ad. Add the sound. I'm with
1: the Center for Dominance and Control over People. And if you like the freedoms we've taken away to protect you so far, then you'll love the freedoms we're going to take away from you next. Here's a quick preview of the next four mandate coming attractions that we'll be inflicting on you soon. Get ready to feel real protected we'll be abducting you out of your home if we suspect you might be infected with fauci's favorite virus we'll come and rip you out of your own home to protect you and your family from being humans together and given our very accurate inflated death counts over the past couple of years you won't be surprised to learn we'll be very generous with our suspecting from there you'll enjoy a stay at one of our beautiful concentration camps that we call health camps which are already built in australia and canada There, you'll spend most of your time contemplating your life by wondering, how is a frog willing to stay in a pot of water as it climbs to a full boil? It will hold you (laughs) as long as we deem you a threat of spreading infections. So it could be a while. Fun fact, when it comes to who we need to protect by kidnapping them, you can imagine we'll be getting very suspicious that a lot of outspoken conservatives will need our protection at our health quarantine camps. What?
0: we'll leave it at that it's a very long video I misspoke on that one but it is rather quite entertaining and Awaken with JP is so funny you really gotta go check it out subscribe to his channel enjoy it he's got some great stuff there next one we got for you are another special video for today before we get into it this one this one will get me uh, nailed with a copyright claim I guarantee it but it's the price I pay since I can't monetize anyway. And nope, no Murr tonight. Uh, she's busy doing all kinds of things this week. So thanks for joining me, Panzer. At least I'm no longer alone in this. Alright. Enjoy Bidden's greatest hits. I'll an effective
2: strategy to mobilize Pressure.
3: Biden's greatest hits in one place with the new Biden Bops Collection. I wanna fly like Jimmy
2: go to the sea. Fly like Jimmy go. Why should voters need IDs? If you won't vote for me, then you ain't black. My dude, I can smell it coming from your hair tonight. Oh boy. You may come. Cut me again Cause the pool guy just got me Up a six foot the chain 3 0 I gon' sniff you up Now I'll let you down Out, out Let them all out We need these rioters running about Come on man come Sound up work. in here get off the diving board hold uh, out in september uh, our allies are surrendered you know the thing
3: all endowed with you know the thing order now and we'll throw in jen Saki's greatest hits collection
0: you
4: let me get around to that I asked by the way he gets back But I ain't no
5: circle back girl I ain't no circle back girl
3: <laughs> There you go. Hey folks, thank you so much for watching. Please like, share, subscribe.
0: Even the guy who created it went, Yeah, they're going to slam me on this one because of all the music in there. It's all parody, folks. For those of you at YouTube that actually find this, it's all parody. I've got an entry, enter, a new entry into the pre-show stuff here today. We've got today's fun fact. What is today's fun fact? They're frequently asked questions about dihydrogen monoxide. It is the most polluting thing on the planet. It is part of acid rain. It's the most toxic corrosive on the planet. And there is more. This stuff should just be banned. If you want to know more about dihydrogen monoxide and how you can join the fight in banning it, please follow the link in the show notes. This one was actually quite entertaining because when I was in college doing uh, biology, First day of class, the instructor passed out this, form, this paper about let's all ban dihydrogen monoxide. And I looked at it and I went, that sounds familiar. Why does it seem familiar? And I'm thinking, there's something wrong about this. Why would you want to ban this? It's, it's something I know it's important. Over three quarters of the class was on board to ban it until the teacher finally informed them that they need to be educated about stuff. And it turns out dihydrogen monoxide is just another term for H2O for those of you that might actually be listening. All right, let's dive in, get into the fun stuff for today's show. First half of the show, I am going to take the second half of the show, as I said, into Odyssey. This is an experimental week for me since I'm all by my lonesome. So it's going to go to Odyssey for the second half of the show where I can be free to speak my mind. And I do have a stream running over on Odyssey for anyone who wants to join that show and just be ahead of the game and not have to switch when we when we hit the halfway point alright so what do I got here for gardenings farming and all kinds of stuff I've got a quite a bit of stuff today for uh, dealing with um, making your own home remedies and other things but let's start with a few things about de- dealing with your food supply and how you can deal with some things and be prepared in the future first off one thing there's a weed that grows everywhere in your garden and you want to stop pulling it out. It's called purslane, Perlane. Perlane. purslane. I never get this enunciation, purslane, P-U-R-S-L-A-N-E. And it's a weed and it is edible and it grows everywhere. And yeah, I got a lot of it in my garden. It grows all over the place. I'm constantly yanking it out where I don't want it. I'm going to have to cultivate it in a couple areas of the garden because it is a vitamin or a a weed or a plant that is high in vitamin C, omega-3 fatty acids. Now think about that. A plant high in omega-3 fatty acids. There's not too many plants to do that. Not to mention it has antioxidants, iron, and so much more. So it's just a plant growing in the wrong place as a weed. So if you're pulling purslane, move it somewhere else in your garden so that you can harvest it and make it edible. Add it to your Add it to your um, um, salads, you know, mix it in soups, stews, all kinds of places. But the fact that it has omega-3 fatty acids, that's something you normally get from fish, eggs, and other things. So think about that. It's a plant that will provide you lots of good stuff. You know, and in this time of crisis we're coming up to, and we'll be talking more about the times of crisis coming up later in the show. So you'll want to check this stuff out. You know, this uh, article here tells you how to recognize it. And it is a succulent, which is kind of an oddball thing. And it does grow up in the Pacific Northwest where I'm at here, which, well, I guess I'm in technically in the Pacific Southwest of Canada. Because, you know, Pacific Northwest generally refers to the United States Northwest, but Pacific Southwest of Canada. Anyway, it's the same rain zone area. Lots and lots of rain, though this week, not so much as the East Coast. You know, so you will want to know how to identify it. You want to know how to avoid the lookalikes, which can be you know poisonous to you. You know, and then they've got lots of different uses for it here. It's eaten raw, cooked. Um, as I said, it's got lots of vitamins in it. It's an, a natural anti-inflammatory and antibacterial and antifungal. So you can use it for burns, stings, earaches, and more. And I'm sure you can make uh, tinctures and other things out of it. So there's a lot of things you can do with it. They've even got a recipe here on how to pickle it. So this is something to look into and understand because we are headed into a future where you're going to have to know how to deal with a lot of different things. All right. Next thing I've got here for you. Food supply, if you're not stocked up now, you need to get on it because you are behind the curve. You should, at this point, be buying to fill in the gaps in your uh, stock and supplies. You should be you know, buying a few extra things to get a little further ahead. You should be fu- buying the stuff that you've used up in the past two weeks. You should not be trying to stock up a year's supply of food now. You needed to be doing this last year and get a year's ahead. It's like every week you went grocery shopping, you should have been buying two weeks worth of groceries every week instead of one, you know, as you were buying it so that it didn't hurt as much. Now it hurts a lot. I went grocery shopping this week and wow, I couldn't believe I walked out of the store with these two bags in my hand trying to figure out how I spent $70. I mean, I know they've been going up a lot, but it used to be two bags were 25 bucks. That was six years ago. Um, Three years ago, two bags were 50 bucks. And now, two bags is 75 bucks. And I didn't really buy all that much. You know, I bought some meat, I bought a few veggies, I bought some cheese, I bought, you know, a couple of, I can't remember, I can't remember all the precise items, but it was just like a stunning little amount for 75 bucks. I was like, wow. Yeah, I was filling in a couple of spots in my in my thing. And then I went to another store because I go to a warehouse store for all my bigger bulk purchases. And there I ended up spending a couple hundred bucks where I'm like, um, yeah, okay, I got quite a bit, but wow, it's like, it hurts. At any rate, the article I've got here for you is a pasta shortage. If you like pasta, you need to stock up and you need to stock up quick. We are going to have a pasta shortage. The mainstream media is not talking about it yet. The articles I've got here, I've got one article. I had multiple. I've got another article here to talk on, but these are not mainstream articles. These are from alternate news media sites, and they are talking about the pasta shortages that are coming our way, and the pasta shortages are real. We have a shortage on Durham wheat, had a piss poor harvest this year. You know, there was a low wheat production in Canada and Europe, and Canada and Europe produce a large chunk of the durum wheat. So, and that's what pasta is made from. So you're going to be, it's going to be a problem. And this is going to be coming down the pike. And I do have another article here. And this is another one, another pasta shortage. Experts warn another pasta shortage. Well, you know, we had a pasta shortage briefly last year when everybody panicked by well, the panic buying has yet to begin. Yeah, freedom tunes are fun, Panzer. Um, yeah, the panic buying has yet to begin. And the panic buying is about to start probably, I would reckon, right as we get about two weeks, so a week and a half to two weeks out from Thanksgiving in the States. Because Americans don't think about their Thanksgiving dinner till about two weeks from it. Unlike some of us who I thought about my Thanksgiving dinner eight months in advance when there was a sale on turkeys unexpectedly in the store and I bought a turkey in the grocery store and stuffed it in the freezer because they stay frozen for a very long time. So at any rate, they're going to start seeing it uh, right around Christmas time. If you haven't been paying attention, and I had lots of links here, but for some reason my links vanished on several things today. Not sure what caused it, but I had links to shortages in the sh- in the stores and other things. All you got to do is do a search on a real search engine such as DuckDuckGo or Quark or something else, and you'll find lots of information about the shortages that are going around now in grocery stores. If you haven't seen them, you're not paying attention. Even I seen them this week when I went grocery shopping, and uh, my grocery store they think they're being sly by moving everything to the front of the aisle or extending stuff further down the aisles than it used to be. Yes, I remember where things were and what they were and what they cost. I remember upwards of two years back in pricing on things and what they weighed and other things because groceries have always been such a big expense to me. I've just kind of memorized everything. But I've seen shelves extended across, and I look behind the stuff on the shelves, and they're only one or two items deep instead of the six to eight items deep they used to be on the shelves, which tells me they're low on stock, and they're just moving it forward to give the illusion of being fully stocked. Because a lot of people never look past the surface. In fact, most people. Most people don't look past the surface. Kind of an insane thing.
2: <clears throat>
0: so anyway, this next article here I was talking about this shortages in 2020 and 2021 and now we're moving to 2022 and now we're dealing with the shortages in the wheat crops there's been a lot of crashes in wheat crops this year so it's going to really kill everything and prices and pasta is a major staple you should be stocked up on the following three items beans pasta and rice Those are three major things you should have along with, well, pasta is really great. Tomato sauce goes with with pasta. It also goes with beans and rice. Other things with rice is, you know, have other spices. Whatever things you like to eat with them, make sure you're stocked up on them. You know, I've got a very good wide array of a larder of different things to make stuff out of. And lots of recipes. Thinking of recipes, there are recipes coming. More recipes are coming to the tavern website soon. I've been entering most of the recipes into my cookbook. I got, I, I, I got inspired this week, and I think I added seven or eight recipes to my cookbook that I'm writing. I am writing a cookbook, and so I'm putting the recipes in there, and I've got to transfer them to the website. So I probably should go the other way around and go to the website first. But I want to get the cookbook written. I have this urge to get my cookbook written and published by Christmas time which will be kind of cool. I, I want to get all the recipes in there. The website is secondary to the cookbook. And then I can pull them out of the cookbook and stick them into the website for people to get a peek at. And if they decide to pick a membership level on the website, they can get to extra recipes. I have a few recipes that are special heirloom recipes or recipes I spent years developing. And so I just don't want to give them away willy-nilly. I want people to sort of appreciate the effort I put into perfecting those recipes. And they can do that by becoming a member on the website or by buying the cookbook when it's ready. And since I've started to actually make progress on it, I'm about one quarter of the way through it now. So I've got to actually put in several hours a week into it and I figure I'll be able to have it ready by Christmas time. And it'll be published through Amazon because at least I know they'll publish a cookbook. So, all right. Well, that's our food supply. I had more stuff on stocking and storage and health prep, but I don't know how they vanished. Something happened in this thing. Program I I share with uh, Mer, it ate my stuff. I think it ate it when she added some links herself to this for me. She added some links to this, and somehow it destroyed my links when she added hers. At any rate, we got some wild medicines this week. It's wild medicines you want to pay attention to. And the wild medicines this week I've got for you, first thing for you, I've got a medicine for you that is the equivalent of morphine. It's not morphine, but it's similar to it. It's a natural painkiller that grows wild in your backyard. It's simply called wild lettuce. And it is a wild lettuce, and it is edible. But when you open it up, it gets a milky white substance and that milky white substance, it's referred to as opium le- lettuce, and it's because this milky white substance is a pain relief and a se- sedative effects that are found in the stems and leaves. And it was used as a substi- substitute opium. And it is something that you can grow, you can you actually buy seeds for it if you can't identify it, maybe grow seeds and absolutely know what you're growing. I know some things I have a tough time identifying some plants, so what I do is I buy the seeds for it, plant them in a specific spot, and I know precisely what's growing so I can learn to identify the plant in the wild. Because it's one of the things I have tough time with is identifying things in the wild because there's so many lookalikes I get a little unsure and I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not kill myself or others. So at any rate, this one here can be used for migraines, insomnia, anxiety, asthma, and cough. You know, so it can, it's, it's an, a, it's asthmatic patients. Um. Yeah. And the wild lettuce produces an euphoric state similar to opiates, even though it does not contain any actual opiate. So it obviously hits the same pain sensors in your brain. So it's one to look into. Okay, now let's go into some natural remedies to relieve coughs. Let's start with this one that Myrrh left behind for us. And... It is a homemade cough remedies, and this one here is a couple of homemade remedies. And they go through some remedies here, like lemon juice, sweetened with loaf or crushed sugar. The root of the sweet flag, whatever the sweet flag is it's a ginger substitute. I don't even know what sweet flag is. I've looked that one up. Mulin or cowboy toilet paper. Now the mulin leaves they make a great tea or you can also if you have managed to pick the flowers from the mulin plant you can use those in the tea too and mulin plant you know if you harvest the leaves up and you run out of tp maybe you didn't buy enough tp in the stocking up stage and when we start run short of tp next year you might want to consider going out there and harvesting some mulin leaves also known as lamb's ear the plant has multiple names But it turns out, even if you dry the leaves, which I've done, I've dried the leaves partly to use them as a tea. But I was experimenting, how would these work as a toilet tissue if you dry them? Did they become crumbly? Well, actually, they're still pretty usable as a toilet tissue once you've dried them up. So you could stock up on these all summer long because the faster you harvest the leaves, the faster the plant produces them. You harvest them, the plant produces them. You harvest them, the plant produces them. It's a really cool plant. You could stock up on a crap load of leaves, pun intended. And uh, have something to wipe the crap away. You know, and you want something soft on your bum, which is what the Mulin is. It's softer than, um, what's the favorite toilet tissue out there? Down or Downy or Charmin or whatever it's called. I don't know. I'd never pay attention to toilet tissue brands. But this is softer than the softest toilet tissue. Catnip. Another great use for catnip besides feeding it to your cats. You, it helps reduce mucus, so it helps suppress a cough. At nighttime, to suppress a cough, you put one teaspoon of black pepper, one teaspoon of sugar into a mug, pour in boiling water, let it steep, sip it slowly, and because the pepper will settle to the bottom. You won't suck the pepper up, but you'll get all the benefits of the sugar and pepper. Whorehound drops, whatever whorehound is, and uh, great for a soothing cop. Hot and spicy foods. Act as an expectorant. Loosen up the lung secretions. Well, get yourself some uh, Rogue's Tavern hot sauce, man. That'll help clear it up for you. For those of you in Canada anyway, I don't know if I can ship this stuff to the States. Really kind of problematic to get it shipped to the States. Okay, a teaspoon of mustard to relieve cough for up to four hours. Some of these natural remedies will help. Now, here's the one that I found just amusing as hell. It's a folk remedy cure for a cough. It's called the Dirt Cure. Okay, Here's the cure for a severe winter cough that comes from the old, old Farmer's Almanac Archives. The Dirt Cure, how it works. First, find a piece of land covered with bushes and small stones. When the land has a foot of snow but is not frozen solid, shovel off the snow. Then cut down the bushes, dig out the stones, turning it up fresh and pure soil. Bring fistfuls of soil to your face and inhale the scent of the fresh earth. Now, the big key here is continue to do this until you have cleared half an acre and you will find yourself strong and hale and entirely rid of your cough. All right, laughter, laughter. I need a laugh track. Where's my laugh track? Uh, I don't have a laugh track. Oh, well. I do. I have an applause button here somewhere. Where'd it go? Dude, there it is. There we go. That works. <laughs> kind of sad. My 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 things aren't working. Squirrel. So great today. Yeah, they're recording all right, but they're not overly loud. So be it. All right, so that's that one there. Now I've got another one. Well, I've got several recipes here I tripped across that are very useful for you. The first one is how to make and use a ginger syrup now this one is great now this one can be used for cold and flus after the fact but it's more of something you want to create ahead of time and prepare and use to help prevent cough cold and flus now this syrup is really easy to make it's really straightforward what you want to do is you want to take some ginger Slice up some ginger, slice up about a cup of it, peel it and slice it because you want it peeled before you, before you slice it, peel and slice about a cup of ginger, throw it into a small pot. Then what you want to do is, um, zest and slice a lemon. Then what you want to do is toss in a cinnamon stick, then take about a one pint mason jar, Fill it with water and then pour that into the pot. Set it up so that it boils and simmers until approximately half the liquid has boiled away. Once that is done, strain out all the ginger, cinnamon, and other bits and pieces that are in there. Strain it all back into that mason jar. It should be about half full now. And then take honey and fill that mason jar back up with honey. And then stir it really well, get it well blended, and then stick it in the fridge, and then every morning when you go to have your morning cup of water or whatever, take two tablespoons of that of that syrup and put it into your liquid and just sit back and enjoy it. And there's so many benefits to that, it's actually really tasty. Feels good, and it helps provide you with lots of vitamins, minerals, and other things that help you prevent colds. Along with that, ensure that you take lots and lots of vitamin C. Okay, so that's ginger syrup. It's something that I'm, I just made the, a few days ago, so I've just started taking it, knowing full well that I've been stressing myself and staying up overly late and other things, so I want to get ahead of any colds and flus prevent them from being a problem in my life this winter. All right, so another thing we've got here is how to make honey, elderberry, and ginger throat lozenges. Okay, this one here is a really great one because you're using elderberry. Now, I've got to grow elderberry. I need to track down some uh, dried elderberry, but uh, this is what this recipe calls for. It calls for ginger, honey, and elderberry. And because they're lozenges, they're something that you can use for a sore throat or when a sore throat's coming on or when you just need something to, you know, a piece of candy you want to chew on. Okay, this recipe is elders, elderberries, honey, and ginger. And all you got to do with it is make an elderberry decoction, you know, two cups of water, Uh Two ounces of ginger, grated, and two tablespoons of elder, two tablespoons of elderberries, dried, and then you follow the recipe for making the decoction of it. And then once that's done, to make the elderberry, to make the actual lozenges, you take a quarter cup of the ginger decoction, a quarter cup of sugar, a quarter cup of honey, a teaspoon, of, a quarter teaspoon of cream of tartar, and a cup of ice water. And then you basically boil it till it's at the hard crack stage of making candy. And then you pour it into molds, let it cool, pop them out, coat them in uh, powdered sugar or something so that they don't stick together. Throw them in a bag and boom, instant uh, lozenges that you can uh, use throughout the winter until they won't, until you run out anyway. So yeah, it's a really great, simple recipe. It looks like it's very easy to make. I haven't had time yet to make it, but uh, once I make the time to make it, I will have my, well, first I got to track down some elderberries i got to find out what store sells really good quality elderberries here first before I start doing with it. So, at any rate, that one's really a great one that you can get into. Okay, the final one I've got for dealing with ginger. Now, this one is a really cool recipe because it leads to multiple other recipes. It's how to make a ginger bug. Now, a ginger bug is a lot similar to a sourdough starter in what you do and how you make it and then how you keep it alive a ginger bug is basically fermented ginger and then what you do with that fermented ginger is you use it to make wild fermented sodas and making the ginger bug is very easy and straightforward now you do need good quality preferably organic ginger that's not coated in in pesticides or anything else and then you you want to, And you, the reason for that is you don't peel this ginger. You have to use it unpeeled because you need the natural stuff that's on the outer shell of the ginger, the peel. You need the natural yeast that collect on the outer part of the ginger to produce the ginger bugs So you need a good quality ginger, one you grew yourself and you just washed off and let dry, or a good quality... Organic ginger that you can find in one of your organic stores or whatever, you know, it may or may not be organic. They say it is you have to take their word for it. Okay, so basically what you do with it is you take a small amount of this and a small amount of water and sugar and you put it in a jar. It takes you about a week to get the ginger bug going. And once it's going, it ends up with a foamy thing on it It looks really kind of cool. Tasty it kind of reminds me of what of what a uh, sourdough starter is and I've had a sourdough starter going personally now for over a year and a half. I've had a sourdough starter going and the sourdough starter I've got growing and if you're interested in that I can get that shipped to you in the states. I've got dehydrated chunks of the sourdough starter I grow. Sourdough starter is over 160, 70 years old. It comes directly from its lineage, traces back to the gold mines of California, the 1849 the 49ers of California. So anyway, this is what the ginger bug looks like. And you would use that to create things such as ginger beer. And ginger beer is something I want to make because it's simply the ginger bug with extra ginger and sugar and it's really not that hard to make and in from this recipe here they give you a recipe for cranberry ginger ale uh, other flavors of homemade sodas you know their ginger beer all you need is water lemon juice sugar ginger bug starter and more ginger And then all you do is put it in a jar, ferment it. After a few days, when it's all bubbled and foamed up, you then stick it into a flip-top bottle that caps down. I think I've got two or three of those kicking around here. And once it's uh, uh, sat there for a few days, builds up the carbonation, pop it open, make sure it's carbonated properly, close it back up, stick it in the fridge, get it cold, and then suck it down. And over that time period, it will actually produce some alcohol. So you could get upwards of the quality of a beer, upwards of 3 to 5 to 6% alcohol, depending on how long you let it ferment. You know, so it's, it's all about, you know, all about the fun. So this one's great. And the recipes here, they take you into some other homemade soda recipes, all made from the ginger bug. And they've got a whole listing of them here. Let's see where they've got here. See, they've got, Ginger beer, ginger lemonade, pomegranate punch, iced chia, mint, cream soda, ginger peach, immune booster, you know, holiday ginger ale. It's like they've got all these different sodas here, which are just really kind of cool. Really great way to do these things. And I really kind of like this. And they had another one here. Where was the other one? Uh, uh, where did it go? They had another link here. That took me off to several different flavors of stuff all in one spot. Here you go. Homemade soda. This is the one for ho- ho- ginger bug soda flavors. So, oh, that's where we were just at. It's the same thing. Okay, that's the same one. Let's try ginger beer. Okay, well, you'd have to follow through their website. I found it earlier. I had a link to it, but that link vanished on me, which kind of chokes me up. But they had a whole list of like seven or eight different sodas that led to different recipes. So I'm sure it's still in there. Really a great thing. And it's not that hard to do. And it's healthy for you. I know, surprising, you could have soda that's actually healthy for you. And it's actually naturally fermented soda with its natural um, carbonation. I'm going to have to try that one. Because I really like my sodas and I need to do something because... Eventually, it's going to become too expensive for me to buy soda, and I'm just going to have to stop buying it, and I'm going to have to do this. And I like ginger as long as the flavor is not overly powering. Oh, they led me to, I had a recipe in here for root beer. They had a recipe that led to ginger root beer or to to a full proper root beer made with sarsaparilla. You know, and I found a place in Canada to get sarsaparilla root. So I've got to order up all the ingredients I need to do it so I can make a homemade root beer, an actual homemade true root beer, sarsaparilla and all the other good, cool stuff in it. Yeah, I was so sad when I found most of my really cool links I had spent, you know, time tracking up over the last week, just vanished, vanished into space. All right, let's move on to other tips. It's sad to think about, but other tips we have for you. These are some SHTF tips or some preparative tips. Potassium pranagamate, pranagamate, and why you need it in your prepper kit. It's a chemical that can provide you with all kinds of uses. And I can't remember the article now. We're going to have to look through it real quick here. It's a chemical, it's an oxidant, useful survival chemical. Oh, water purifier. You can use it as a water purifier. And you can use it as a wound disinfectant <coughs> because of its oxidizing nature. Oh, I'm uh, making a fire. I know this one. Now I, now I remember why I know it. Um, it's something that the uh, scouts used to do when we make magic fires for kids. They would uh, put potassium pernagonate on uh, paper underneath the, fi- underneath the stuff, and we would set something up so that glycerol would pour onto it, and it would cause it within a few seconds to burst into fire. <coughs> yeah, it was always kind of a cool thing to do to all the uh, scouts when we would have a special event of a big bonfire, and it was really cool to have an arrow fall down from the trees and of course it'd be on a string or something that would come down and strike the pile and all of a sudden it would knock over the little stuff into the potassium protagonate and it would cause it to burst into a purple flame and then cause the bonfire to light and the kids were always whoa it was just cool one of those cool things we used to do all right so there's that and improvised munitions so it could also be used for other medicinal uses like wounds, healing blisters, and open wounds treated for infection. You could use it as a mouthwash, really? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you'd have to be really careful with it. Um, snake, bite, snake bites. Uh, neutralized mustard gas. Um, well we really don't have much of a problem with mustard gas these days so anyway we've got all that and I've got one thing here I had several of these too but the grand solar minimum is upon us folks and it is here and if you haven't noticed winter came a little faster this year we hit fall popped in a little sooner it's colder a little sooner Lots of things are happening. But this is something I saw that kind of made me, things that make me go hum. Because we've got coming our way, our planet is moving into a center of a giant tug-of-war between the sun and our four outer planets, Um, our four gas giants out there. Our planet is getting drug right into the middle of this and what's happening is the four outer planets are forming a square and that square out there is going to create its own magnetic field Um, Jupiter, Uranus, um, Saturn and Neptune are four largest planets in the uh, solar system and what they're going to do is they're coming together as a square, and they're just about in position. It's expected to be in position in January of this year, and the Earth will be entering that square, and we'll be in that zone till about 2024. And their magnetic field is going to be in polar opposite of the sun's magnetic field, so the Earth is going to be caught between these two. And what it's going to do is it's going to cause all kinds of strange things to happen to our crust of the Earth. And one of the strange things is that land could suddenly rise up. New volcanic actions could happen and occur. So these might be precursors to it, or they just might be normal events. It's really hard to say. But what's occurred is Iwo Jima has risen up from the depths. You know, Iwo Jima's been there a while, but a new earthquake volcanic action has brought up the harbor from World War II where ships were sunk during World War II. So they have risen up out of the water. It's raised parts of its surface by 10 to 30 inches a year. Beaches where American Marines were ashore are now far above the high tide line and a collection of ghostly wrecks on the shoreline are on the way back to becoming high and dry. So the island has been rising up. You know, it's really kind of a fascinating thing. So this may be nothing, but it may be a precursor to what's coming down the pike. So need to be aware of it. We've Got a couple of things about dealing with survival after SHTF. For some reason, these articles didn't disappear, or these links didn't disappear on me. Okay, first off... The Golden Horde, Okay, I've got a couple of articles on the Golden Horde and the 300 mile radius and dealing with the Golden Horde. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of what the Golden Horde is, the Golden Horde, and this is something that a lot of preppers talk about, preparedness people, survivalists, uh, people who are preparing for the end of times talk about. You'll see it in all kinds of end of times movies, you see it in every zombie apocalypse movie. Um, basically, what happens is as soon as the event occurs, the first 24 hours, the people in the cities are like, "Ah, oh, no problem, everyone's going to come to save us. They'll it back on a little bit. 72 hours later, though, they're like, oh, shit, where's the food? Where's this? Where's that? And they start exiting the city in massive amounts. Now, as they do that... Any city, pick a city. I don't care what city you pick. There are only, for most cities, there are a maximum of six to 12 ways out of that city. I mean, out of the city. Once you draw a circle around the city at the right radius, there are only six to 12 ways of escape. Most of them only have four ways. The city I live in here only has two ways out of this city. And that's because we have oceans to the east, west, and south. We have an ocean to the east, west, and south. So the only two ways out are to the north and northwest. And those are the only two ways out of the city into the countryside. And many cities are like that. They have exits out to the northeast, southwest, or some variation of that. Once you get outside the radius of the city. Those will get clogged. That is also the routes that the massive amount of people are going to take to exit the city. They're going to take the Golden Horde route. This is something that if you're planning to buy property somewhere out in the countryside, you wanna take into consideration. Many people buy their property and they go, oh, we're only five minutes from the main highway, man. This is perfect for us. You know, Quick drive, we're on the highway, we can get in the city, get our stuff. Yeah, that's all well and good. But if something happens, everything to about, Five miles on either side of a main exit out of a city is going to be chewed up by the Golden Horde. Think of it like locusts chewing through a field. They just, they chew everything in in a swath, a very wide swath. So, this is what's going to happen. So, a couple of articles here, the first one, is it crazy to worry about the Golden Horde? See, there's an idea. When you watch refugees escaping, they all move down here. Well, the problem is they walk the path because it's easy. But at nighttime, they got to camp. So they go off to the left, off to the right. They also got to pee, poo, and shit. You know, So they go off to the left, they go off to the right. You know, well, you'll want to be paying attention to the Golden Horde and the other things. You'll want to check out some of these articles. Now, this one article here has a really great point. Put yourself in the mindset of Joe Sixpack near a big city, unprepared. He has less than a week's worth of food on hand and a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun he hasn't fired in years. The shells are probably crumbling in his hand. He has half a tank of gas and maybe a gallon or two in a can. Power grid is gone. His job's history. His toilet doesn't flush. And his water no no longer magically comes cascading from the tap. The riots are starting in a city. And he's like half an hour from a city, which means half an hour from the city. He's about a day's walk from the city, give or take. You know, everything's closed. He heads for the forests. And the countryside, because for some reason, everyone thinks everything's better out in the countryside. Well, it is and it isn't. So at any rate, you'll want to be prepared for this. Another article here is, It's a Survivalist Myth, The Golden Horde. Now this article here. Let's see here. I mean, the rural areas would have to contend with refugees. Yeah, those cities will turn into looting issues, and then people will be exiting as rapidly as they can. Now, the one thing they don't talk about, and they don't show on these roads here, except in some of the zombie apocalypse movies or EMP movies, is that the roads will immediately become impassable. With cars that die or stall and can't get out of the road. People will try to push them out. They'll crash into them. It'll become a snarled nightmare. It's like I already know that if something goes wrong here, I have less than five hours to get out of this area before the roads become completely snarled. Other than that, I'm going to be walking. won't be pleasant. Another one here. Prepper relocation, the myth of the 300-mile radius and the Golden Horde. Now, this one is partly myth, partly true, at least in my opinion. And what it is, is it does talk to you about the 300-mile radius. And this is something that preppers have come up with. You need to be 300 miles from a city. Because 300 miles is the max radius of any car with a full tank of gas. Well... Unless you're like me and my truck rarely ever has less than a quarter tank of gas in it. It's filled every chance I get. You know, most people run their vehicles with half a tank of gas or less. They fill it up when it's at a quarter tank or lower. Which means the vast majority of the time it's riding between a quarter tank and three quarters of a tank, so they ain't gonna get three hundred kilometers or three hundred miles. You know, yes, the further out you are, the better off you are, but it makes it more challenging for you to get supplies. You know, so this is a really good article to read through. Now, you also got to remember that not all people during this problematic stuff are going to be your enemy, so you'll want to be aware of that. All right. Well, I'm coming up to the top of the hour. I've got one more thing here. Before we move on to some fun stuff and I just go completely sideways and it's all going to be strictly on Odyssey. So remember that folks, it's all going to be on Odyssey and let me dump the link to Odyssey into the show notes. For those of you that want to join me there, or not in the show notes, but into the chat window. So for those of you that can find it, it's also in the thing down below. All right, the last one I've got here for you is the EMP survival kit. This is a really interesting article here. It tells you some of the things you should have in your EMP kit. Now, an EMP, Well, we talk about this as being a problematic of a nuclear attack on North America, it's actually more, than like, more likely we'd get an EMP burst from the sun versus an EMP attack from a foreign power of some sort. The EMP, we've had massive events here, the Cardassian, oh God, I can't remember the name of it. There was a major event in the 1850s that caused telegraph lines to burn from an EMP. Now, telegraph lines were much more stable than our electronics of today. If an EMP can take out telegraph lines, think of what it would do to all the highly sensitive electronics we have today. Carrington event. That's what it was. It was the Carrington event. You'll want to look that one up if you're interested because it was quite fascinating. This is a nice article here on what you want to put in that thing. First, a set of walkie-talkies, a crankable radio, you know, power crank radio with batteries, a phone with some extra information on it granted an emp hits the phone's only going to be as good as the data it contains because the phone system will be fried a spare laptop um and on that spare laptop put all the digital stuff it's like take an old laptop one that can still read pdf files and stuff get all those pdf documents and everything else you've been saving and storing on that one hard drive in fact even better stick the laptop with the backup hard drive of all those documents and everything into the emp box a portable solar generator a manual or solar powered flashlights night vision thermal optics if you can afford them electrical medical equipment that you might need maybe you need a glucose meter or something else essential car electronics like an alternate well an alternator should be pretty stable unless it's a real super modern alternator you, you, know, you could always put just the components for the alternator in there. Don't put the whole alternator. That's an awful lot of space. I mean, an alternator itself won't be destroyed. Just the uh, diodes and other things, and I can't remember what they're called, the rectifiers and the regulator. The regulator is bolted on the back of the alternator, might be susceptible to an EMP, but an alternator itself won't be because an alternator is just copper wire. Copper wire and magnets. A water pump... You know, again, I don't think you'd need a water pump, just the electronics for it. An electric kettle, which is kind of a cool idea. I hadn't thought about an electric kettle. You know, you could run an electric kettle on your, your battery-powered backup. At any rate, I'm going to call it there. I got to go take a leak and play a little music. And when I come back, I'm going to pull us from YouTube and strictly to Odyssey. And we're going to see how well this works. Hopefully, it works well. And maybe you'll join me over on Odyssey.
6: Long you've been working hard In the factory or the shipyard At construction you are Employed, the weekend's here Now you're overjoyed with thoughts of A boisterous Saturday night It's the boys' night to howl And the girls' night to prowl It's the blue-collar workers' Boisterous Saturday night A chance to let off steam a chance to holler and scream. It's blue collar workers' boisterous Saturday night. All week long you've been longing for that whistle to blow, get out that door, a quick shower, a day fast meal, rev up the car and make her wheel squeal. Heading for a boisterous Saturday night. It's not proud, it's a blue collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. A chance to let out steam, a chance to holler and scream. It's a blue collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. Get lucky, you'll find romance Drink too much of that, I'm sure Wake next morning with your head so sore I'll call by A boisterous Saturday night It's the boys not to have, And the girls not to proud It's the blue-collar workers boisterous Saturday night A chance to let all steam a chance to holler and scream. It's blue collar workers' boisterous Saturday night. It's the boys not to howl and the girls not to proud It's blue collar workers' boisterous Saturday night. A chance to let all steam. A chance to holler and scream. It's a blue. Saturday night, Lord, it's blue workers. Moisturous Saturday night.
0: Alrighty, it looks like it might have worked. So I'm still live on Odyssey, but I'm no longer live on YouTube so it keeps on streaming far as I can tell let's double check this alrighty it looks like it might have worked so I'm still live on Odyssey but I'm no longer live on YouTube so it all right. Well, straight. it looks like it's working. So let's go down some fun, fun rabbit holes all by my lonesome here because I've got nobody here. I'm playing to an audience of me. All right. Let's start out with the really fun stuff.
5: Everybody was
0: down flu fighting
5: <laughs> And only Wuhan dying And it was a little bit
6: frightening
0: as I said, I'm just a guy hollering into a microphone on the web. And we're going to talk about the Rona, the coronavirus, the thing that's evil. Everyone hates it. The jab, the vaccine, and all the crap that goes with it. All right. The government of England has gotten to the point where they are providing material for conspiracy therapists. You know, the UK government is providing material by publishing graphs on vaccine efficacy that it knows to be untrue. What? How can it know to be untrue? <laughs> lamb the security agency for its weekly vaccine surveillance report, which erroneously suggested that vaccines <laughs> make you more likely to contract. How can it erroneously suggest that? It's the data. It's like come on, fucktards. Get a grip. This is the data that says it is what it is. Not anti-vaxxers. People that are talking about the fact that these vaccines are fucking dangerous. These things are killing people. Literally killing people and making them sick. Oh, but they can be largely be explained by a statistical anomaly in the calculation of proper uh, population sizes. Seriously? Oh, dear God. Sometimes I just want to see, you know, what the rest of the article has to say on here. This should just be entertaining as hell. <laughs> All right. And the CDC director has decided that unvaccinated police government workers need to be sent for education and counseling, whatever that means. Well, they say it's going to be to. Make them more comfortable about taking the shots and getting vaccinated with an experimental fucking vaccine. Me, I'm going to stay part of the fucking control group. The only way that thing's going in me is, well, maybe not even with a gun to my head. But with a gun to my head, they might have better luck. Gun to my head, tied down, me screaming the whole time unless they put a ball gag in my mouth. Even then, I'll still be screaming. But... That'll be the only way it goes into me. It's I don't care what, what they take away from me. We've got to stand up, folks. Time to start standing up. I know nobody's watching me. I'm just a voice hollering into the wind. I'm like pissing up a tree. You know, I may as well be, you know, standing there against the fucking avalanche. I, I try to help people. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just not good at marketing. I need to I need to figure out this marketing thing. So... It is what it is. All right. So that's all I've got on the Rona. I actually had more Rona stuff here, but again, I had shit disappear. Let's go close that one out. Just for fun. Just buy
5: those face masks the shelf. I
0: just move along into, we'll start here, and let's talk about the emergence of the Great Reset. All right, let's go, let's go wander into the Build Back Better stuff because, well, you know, we got nothing else to do. All right, things that are showing the emergence of the Great Reset. Let's go with this wonderful piece here that uh, Murr gave us, which broke all my links. This is one of the things that broke my links. It's the Joe Biden er-um-um. And let's see what he has to say. We need the damn tweet to load faster. Faster, you damn tweet. Faster. Let's hear what he has to say. Because now we can play anything and everything. We won't get fucking censored. Yeehaw. No censorship tonight. There it is. All right. Let's hear it.
1: With 40% of all products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast go through uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um
0: what am I doing here? Long <laughs> beach, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was actually funny. <laughs> All right, let's let's take that on that high note there. Let's go check out our supply train. Our supply chain crisis has hit another level. And Joe Biden is considering calling in the National Guard to help. All right. More Americans than ever before are scared of the supply chain than anything else. Which I can't blame them, man. Here's what's going to happen. If you can't feed your family, you can't heat your home, you can't buy gas for your car... You can't get to your job, people start to go hungry, shit's going to go wrong, people are going to get stressed, people are going to get angry, and it's going to lead to a two-way rifle range. Not something that is going to be fun at all. It's going to be a miserable, miserable time. Now. Biden, who has done such a wonderful job since he was installed as the um, El Presidente of the Estados Unidos. Um, He says everything's going to be fine. But he said that about Afghanistan. Oh, it's going to be fine. It's not like. The Taliban are going to take over. Fuck, they took over before the United States escaped from from Afghanistan. It's fucking insane. The port of L.A. has hundreds of ships sitting off the coast. Um, there is so much to this. And as Canadians, us Canadians need to be aware of this coming up. Canada gets a shitload of its supplies from the United States. I mean, we're no small amount of stuff comes out of the United States. Now, granted, it probably comes through China first, but our groceries, a fair amount of almost all of our fresh produce comes from Mexico to the United States to Canada. Okay? Here's what's going to happen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's go we'll go Biden. Let's, let's do a Biden thing. Here's the thing, man. It's the thing. Everything's about the thing. Here's what's happening. Starting in January, the United States is wanting to mandate that all truck drivers, not only tourists and people crossing, but everyone who crosses their border who is not an American, is double vaccinated. That's 38,000 truckers from Canada who will immediately exit from driving trucks to the United States because they don't want to get this double jab thing, which is going to fucking impact their health. In fact, what happened to my body, my choice, well, that only applies if you're a woman getting a uh, a fucking abortion. It doesn't apply if you're a normal human who doesn't want a needle of questionable substance jabbed into you. No, I'm not against vaccines. Vaccines are useful. This is not a vaccine. This is something that was created in less than eight months. Less than eight months was this thing created. Nobody knows the long-term consequences of it. Nobody knows. I mean, the reports on this virus, or the virus, this, this vaccine virus, whatever it is, nobody, the reports on this vaccine virus indicate that it has killed more people than the virus has killed. And that it has so many side effects. No, not everyone gets the side effects, but enough people have. Vaccines have been canceled in the past for as few as 15 deaths. Over 10,000 deaths have been reported with this. It's insane. Just insane. But anyway, back to the truckers crossing the border. Okay, truckers... Canadian truckers won't be able to go to the States to pick shit up and bring it back. That's a lot of truckers not bringing shit back into Canada. That means that only U.S. truckers who, or Canadian truckers who have decided, well, U.S. truckers, doesn't matter if they're double vaccinated, they can come into Canada. Well, no, they have to be double vaccinated coming to Canada, so they're fucked either way. Because you have to be double vaccinated and blah, blah, blah to get into Canada. So they're fucked either way. And... They're going to have to, they're going to say, fuck this shit, I'm out. And then what they're going to do is, the few that do come are going to bring the goods. We're going to see the price of our goods and groceries. And I talked about it earlier in the show. Is like My grocery bill in the last six months has increased 50%. It went from $50 for what I usually buy to $75 for what I usually buy. That's a 50% increase, folks. That's 50% increase in my bill. And that's happened over the last few months. What we're gonna see here is a 200 or 300% increase in your groceries for those that don't grow their own food. Now, growing your own food's all well and good. I'm just now beginning to figure out how to grow my own shit in a greenhouse in the winter and make it actually grow it takes time to figure this shit out you've got to get all the stuff in place you gotta figure out what it is you gotta have the right heating the right lighting everything else it's it's not an easy task It's downright insane alright so let me check something real quick I gotta make sure that I had that lit up earlier. It never lit up. No, it didn't light up. Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm not still wandering out on Twitch. Well, I could be on Twitch. I don't care if they fucking ban me. Not... The stream never hit Twitch. And the stream never went to face crack. So, yeah. That one there. I had problems getting the shit going at the beginning of the show tonight. Murphy was still having a fucking field day with me. I'm going to figure this shit out, Murphy. And I'm going to kick your ass to the curb. All right. So... We're going to have this massive increase in shit. Okay. Another thing here, this is directed at all the Americans because Canadians, well, we've had our Thanksgiving. This is directed at you poor Americans. Markans. Okay. And the interesting thing is is this comes from the Daily Mail, which isn't even an American fucking newspaper. It's fucking Brits. Brits are talking about it. It's like Brits don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. (laughs) So it's time to pardon that Thanksgiving turkey. Supply chain crisis sees a price of popular birds skyrocket by 27% in a year. I bet it's been more than 27%. They're so lying to you folks. I saw some stats and I said, your grocery bill has increased by 4%. It's like, what fucking planet are you from where it's 4%? Mine's been 50%. I don't know what planet you're from. I, mean, I bet everyone out there has been a minimum of 20% in their grocery bill increase. So they're they're saying that, you know, and of course this is actually true. You know, your Thanksgiving dinner, you Americans, your your Thanksgiving dinner is gonna cost 27% or more increased over last year. More likely it's gonna cost you a 60 or 70% increase over last year. Turkeys are not there. Although I'm going to keep an eye out, maybe the grocery stores here will put turkeys on sale again and if they do, I'll buy one, stuff it in the freezer, have it for next year. They do keep well in the freezer for upwards of a year or two if you put them in the bottom of a deep freeze. I did that. Recently cooked it. I bought a turkey last year at this time and I didn't make it for I didn't make it for Thanksgiving dinner and I made it for Thanksgiving dinner this year. It'd been in my freezer for a year. So it can be done. You buy stuff well in advance. Anytime you see shit on sale that is at price or below price, buy it, folks. Keep cash on hand to buy shit. You're going to need to do this. It's going to get rough out there, and it's going to be very, very rough. Okay, here's some other things that are coming down the pike. Here's a prediction from Ask a Prepper. We are going to have the mother of all depressions coming by the end of 2021. For those of you who have studied history or had grandparents or great-grandparents who lived through the Great Depression of the 1930s, my grandparents did. They were young teenagers. My grandpa was in his teens or late teens, early 20s when he joined the military for World War II and that happened in 1942. So he was very young. He was born around the time of the great depression. So he was still living the tail ends of the great depression as a teenager. My dad lived part of it because where he grew up in the States, Texas, Oklahoma, they were still people that remembered the great depression and they lived the rules they learned in the great depression. Unfortunately, those rules didn't gather into me until I was much older. And I wish I had obeyed them when I was younger. I would be in a much better position now than then. But you need to be aware, folks, this Great Depression is coming. You know, many economists believe that the Great Depression, it's going to throw the whole world. This, isn't, this is not going to be small. This is going to be big, huge massive, you know, and then what's going to happen? Shysters
6: show up and take advantage of people's goodwill and generosity.
0: Absolutely. Shysters are going to be everywhere. You know, this COVID-19, Wuhan flu, scamdemic, you know, this controlled demolition of... The economies of the world, with a few exceptions, there's a few exceptions to this controlled demolition. Mexico's not following the plan. Sweden's not following the plan. I can't remember all the countries there. Poland's not following the plan. There's a few places that aren't following the plan. They're gonna survive. If you live in the states, there's three states that aren't following the plan. South Dakota, which nobody talks about for some reason. I need to bring a bunch of shit about South Dakota to this show. Now that I figured out how to stream strictly to Odyssey after an hour on YouTube, I'm gonna bring some more crazy shit to the show. Because now I'm uncensored. I don't have to behave myself. Besides, nobody shows up here to fucking pay attention to me anyway. You know, so what the hell? Let's just have a grand old fucking time. Uh Uh-oh, there it is. Yep, yep, I'm still here all by my lonesome. So there's places, uh, South Dakota, um, Texas, and Florida. They're not following the plan, although Texas is partially following the plan. The news I get out of Texas, it seems like sometimes they're following the plan, sometimes they're not. So I think Texas is hit and miss. You know, the places I expected in Canada that wouldn't follow the plan, fucking, they bent the knees so goddamn fast, it surprised me. Alberta is what I'm talking about. I expected Alberta to fall in line like Texas and be independent because Alberta was always like the Texas of the North. And they fucking bent down and said, yes, Mr. Trudeau, shove your cock right in our mouth. We need more. Please give us more, Massa. Massa, yes, Massa beat us more. Couldn't believe fucking Alberta did that. So yeah, we've got that coming. Here's an interesting one before I get to the last last bit in this part. America becomes North Korea. Re-education camps announced by the CDC. Grocery stores display cardboard food printouts to hide bare shells while Biden babbles. Yeah, well, we hit the Biden, Biden babble right at the beginning of this here. And these photos of the cardboard printouts, I haven't seen these yet because my grocery stores haven't been that empty yet. Well, I'm willing to bet they'll come. But these are different parts of the states, mostly Walmarts, by the way, because um, Walmarts are the places where the poor and the middle class go to buy their food now because the middle class helped in their race to the fucking bottom, by shopping at Walmart. I haven't shopped at a Walmart since 19, or since 2001. The reason I quit shopping at Walmart was really quite simple. I used to, I thought Walmart was amazing at first. When they first came to Canada, they were amazing. I used them when I had my previous business. I'd go there, pick up my oil and other things. I I could pick up a lot of things at Walmart, at a retail price, cheaper than I could buy at wholesale for my business. It was amazing. And I I love Walmart because 80% of their products at that time were Canadian made or made in the USA. They were North American made products. Walmart built this business on American made products. And then Sam Walton died or was taken out. Couldn't tell you which. Anyway, Sam Walton died. His heirs got the property. And they did away with all that. They made deals with China. They forced goods to go offshore. Now, for the next couple of years, I didn't pay attention. I was just really into the low prices. And then what happened, I love Levi jeans. And I used to get my Levi jeans at Walmart. Now, at that time, I was living in Edmonton, Canada, which was one of two North American Levi Strauss plants. One was in San Francisco, where Levi was created. The other one was in Edmonton, Canada. They employed a measly 250 people, not a lot of people, but still 250 people with good jobs, making a good income, making a really good product. And then I heard that Levi's was closing. And I'm like, why is Levi closing? They sell their jeans at Walmart and other places. And then I caught the news article. This was back when the news used to actually produce news and before you had to go find it all on the internet at places like right here, to find out what everyone's talking about. So at any rate, it turned out they were closing their plant because most of their genes were being sold through Walmart and Walmart demanded that their price be lowered to sell their genes at a low price so Walmart can make its profit. And to do that, they had to close their North American plants and move all their production to China. And I went, this is bullshit. This is going to kill the country. Well, it took 20 years, but it did kill the country. So where we're at now, anyway, the moral of the story was, as soon as I heard that, I'm no longer shopping at Walmart. I will never buy another thing at Walmart. And to be truthful, I've bought a couple of things at Walmart, but I've never spent my own money at Walmart. Basically, what happened was there's been a couple of times where people gave me gift cards, and they gave me Walmart cards, even though they should have known. I didn't believe in shopping at Walmart, but I'm, gra- I'm gracious, and I took the cards, and I went, okay, well, I'm going to go spend them at Walmart, and I'm going to spend this amount of money and no more. In fact, I've got a couple, I had a couple of those gift cards I couldn't spend all the money, so I gave them to people I knew shopped at Walmart, even though I told them I don't shop at Walmart because I think Walmart is an evil fucking Nazi bastard company. So, at any rate, this is what's coming to the pike. This is back to our thing here as we go around the corner. Um, Cardboard printouts to make it look like foods on the counter. Grocery store shelves being stocked with lots of food products to spread it all out. You know, full shelves full of stuff. Oh, that's interesting. That is cardboard cutouts right there for... You want asparagus here? Eat the cardboard. I can see that in the picture. It's all cardboard asparagus, you know. And they got cardboard up there, and then a few things to choose from. This is my favorite, where they where they put these tin cans all across the shelves of all the same thing, one item deep. Now I did notice in my grocery store that the shelves were a little longer than they used to be. And there was fewer items and they were spread out along the shelves and they were only one or two items deep. So the shortages are arriving here. They're going to be full blown before long. <coughs> yeah. Well, now like you said wait till, wait till these new mandates come in and more of the truck drivers stop driving trucks. All right. Well, the final thing is here, I've gotten this area here on the great reset is this has all been a great fealty test. How did you fare? This is a great article from the Oasis, not my Oasis, but from the Oasis of John C. Dvorak from the No Agenda Show, who you may have heard me babble on about from time to time. Check out the No Agenda Show. They do great analysis of news. They analyze the news and deconstruct the news much better than I can do. Give me some time. I'll figure it out. At any rate, the fealty test that they've been working on is how well do people listen to everything that's being given to them? You know, in New Zealand with their zero policy, total lockdowns, all the people conceded, well behaved. They passed with flying colors. Australia, pretty close. They've started doing it. United States, not so much. Canada has been really well behaved for the most part, but not as well as they hoped. So did you obey completely and go get the jab? Go get your vaccination. No 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 get that COVID nineteen vaccination. Yes, we are going to. Oh, there's
3: no winning. We don't like to foster a competitive atmosphere, but we laugh a lot. Now everyone hug and share a secret.
0: There you go. Share a secret. Anyway, this fealty test wasn't about left and right. It was about whether or not you would take the government's orders without question. Would you do it? And it turns out that the vast majority of the population of the Western countries actually did it. You know, the Australian fealty experiment is still ongoing. The U.S. is still ongoing. Of course, the U.S. has more independently minded people. Canada had more independently minded people at one time. But... Well, it is what it is. You know, this pandemic, scamdemic, how do you know it's a pandemic? They keep telling us it is. How do you know it's affecting everyone? They keep telling us it is. How do you know it's killing people? Well, you don't, unless they keep telling you it is. The biggest thing, what do they go on about? They don't go on about deaths in this. They go on and on and on and on about cases. It's not about the people dying. It's about the cases. We have more cases, more cases, and more cases. So that's all that keeps going on. All right. I think it's time to close us on out of there. We'll close it out with this.
4: This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. Your government thanks you for your participation.
0: Absolutely. I think we want to wander into Go Woke, Go Broke. We have one item from here. Okay, that 70s show is coming back as that 90s show. Really? In case you hadn't noticed, pretty much everything, oh, everything is a reboot. They have no original fucking ideas in Hollywood anymore. They've run out of ideas. You know, uh, Netflix has ordered a show called The '90s Show. And it turns out that the people who played the parents in that show are going to play the grandparents in this new show. Oh, God, that's sad. You know, that 70s show was sort of entertaining I need a good deconstruction of it to f- realize the real message they were kicking us. But yeah, okay, that's sad. Let's move along to the amount of stupid in the world for this to fucking happen. Fuck, I had several things in here. Now all I've got is stuff that uh, that uh, Mel gave us. Murr gave us. All right. A Geico, oh, this is one I put in there. The Geico HPV lawsuit. This one here is fucking funny. Geico is having to pay out an insurance claim to some woman who got an STD while getting banged in the back of a car some guy was driving. Um, She's seeking damages related to contracting HPV. As a result of having unprotective sex with him in his car in 2017, and he knew he was positive, supposedly. But he hadn't told her. Because the insured vehicle was insured by GeICO, she demanded a liability settlement for a million dollars because they had sex in his car. Oh dear God. Oh. Oh fuck me! This. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, it was the United States sue for anything. I spilled a hot coffee on my crotch, my my little wet pussy, and I should have known the coffee was hot, but I stuck it between my legs anyway. But give me a payout because it was a hot coffee, and I was too stupid to realize that if you put hot coffee in between your pants, in between your legs you could actually spill it and cause third degree burns. Yes. Yes, it was hot. That's why they call it hot coffee. Fucking idiots. The amount of stupidity in the world today just fucking astounds me. All right. Next one we got here. All right. Yeah. A Reddit thread about easiest way to ruin your life. All right. If you eat right, Exercise, you're afraid from losing hard drugs, generally make good life decisions. Things generally work out. On the other hand, if you do everything in this viral thread, your life could quickly spiral out of control. Having a baby to save your marriage. Yeah, that's absolutely fucking stupid. All right, let's see what else we got. Getting engaged to to save your relationship. Yeah, that's utterly stupid too. Going deeper into debt or deep into debt. Yeah, that one there is ludicrous too. These are ways to ruin your life, folks. Hanging out with the wrong friends. Now, this one's an important one. A lot of people don't realize they're hanging out with the wrong crowd. And they actually need to pay attention to that because it's really hard to know when you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. It could be just the wrong friends or someone that has a negative attitude. You know... Don't hang out with people that do hard drugs. Don't become addicted to gambling. Don't pick the wrong partner. I did this twice in life. It's a tough call. I had I had three times in life where the right partner was presented to me, and I didn't pick them. Yeah, you know, live and learn. Self-loathing, don't bother. It's not worth the trouble. So, at any rate, here's another entertaining one for us Canuckians, or British Columbians. They want to change our name. We don't want to be British Columbia anymore. Let's call us Cuckafornistan. Cuckafna Columbia? Cucaphorna Yumbia? All right, they're all pissed off because BC is derived in part from Christopher Columbus, who paved the way for colonization of the Americas. Yeah, Christopher Columbus is just the spearhead of it, man. The Americas were always going to be colonized. They were discovered before Columbus, and they would have been discovered after Columbus. It doesn't matter. It was going to happen because, you know, it was going to happen because Europe was expanding. And so they're shit of luck. You know, they've been changing names lately all over the place. Now I can understand it sometimes. You know, sometimes maybe the original names were better. Or maybe the original names were First Nations or Native names or Indian names, however you want to call it. I don't give a fuck. You know, I can go there. I'm Indian. At least part of me is. You know, and they want to give British Columbia a whole bunch of a wild name. What's the name they want to call it? See, See, British Columbia is named after the Columbia River, you know, In the Americas included, Columbia District, Columbia is derived from the Explorer. Yes, they sort of were. But he was the man that got all the credit for everything. And they want to call, what's it? New name for British Columbia. Possible alternatives for British Columbia. Okay. Um, Possible name for the region is the name... Soul pronounced sol Tomak, Soul Tomak, Soul Tomak, means our land or our world. Yeah, okay. Well, is that what it was called before? You know, and it's and it's, the problem is, is, British Columbia wasn't owned by any one nation at the time. British Columbia was owned by dozens of First Nations, and they fought with each other on a continuous basis, stole each other's wives, invaded each other's territories, fought each other. Everyone likes to think the First Nations or the Indians were all glorious and noble and self-sacrificing. Yeah, they are no different than the rest of us fucking hairless evil monkeys. We are all hairless evil monkeys, and we want more, and we want to take more, and just basically fuck with people so they've got all kinds of crazy names for this that they want to come up with you know so that's all part of the absolute world of stupid let's try this By Ayn Rand. Absolutely. You know what I forgot to mention to folks earlier is hey, you want to donate to the show? There's links. Let me put a link into the uh, let me put a link into the chat windows over here on Odyssey. Maybe someone'll see it. There's uh, links in the more description for Odyssey. And you can buy products there or donate for us over at Streamlabs. It's all good. We'll take whatever you give us, if anything. Sooner or later, somebody will do that. Or you can donate cryptocurrency to us through Odyssey. That would be kind of cool. We'll accept that too. I'd be excited to see that happen. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to us on Odyssey, but it could be. You know. <coughs> You know, little by little, it's all going to get better and better. All right. (coughs) I think I'm going to save the Mandela Effect for next week. I'm coming up on the end of the uh, second hour, and I've managed to carry this show entirely by myself for almost two fucking hours. So I'll carry it through to the end. I've got some really cool stuff on Mandela Effects, other strange stuff, and out-of-place artifacts. Those are some cool stuff that I'll cover in the next episode, and that stuff can be covered in the first part of the hour. Since we're coming up on the last part of the hour, let's see what we got for news around the world. Uh, Anything entertaining? Oh, cool. The Taliban are putting dead bodies on public display in Kabul. All right, Taliban, back to your old tricks. Oh, I've already seen this shit. Look at that. It's all blurred out. Yeah, this is from September. All right, this is fucking old news. I thought it was something new. Yeah, they started hanging the fucking faggots and dropping them off the roofs again. It sucks to be gay in fucking Afghanistan now. (coughs) (coughs) Or to commit a crime that is against the fucking uh, Quran. Don't fund Allah. Cause if you offend Allah, we're gonna come get your ass. Maybe that's how I can get shitloads of people. Let's offend Allah. I don't have a picture of the uh, fucking uh, the uh, Muhammad himself. Supposedly you can't make a graven engine or graven image of Muhammad. All right, USA. Oh, this one's relatively recent. Texas Governor Abbott is. He'll rehire any border agents can by Biden and promises they can bring their horses too. that's September 2. Fuck, it's old news. I got to pay attention to these. We've had been carrying these over for several weeks. Um, Florida, though, is put out something where they're hiring any ex-police officers. Come to Florida. We'll give you a bonus to come to us. Um, Sheila Jackson says... Representative Sheila Jackson says the border is sovereign and secure. What? Oh, this is, this is when they're fucking all the Haitians. This is the one that fucking just astounds me. You got all these Haitian refugees crossing the Rio Grande. Did anyone take a moment to think how the fuck did the Haitians get from Haiti, which is off the East coast of the United States, let's, let's let's get a look at this on a fucking map. Let's go look this up. because get some reference here, folks. Okay. Let's get a reference here for where Haiti's at. Okay. All right, Haiti map location. Oh come on, kick me up a map. All right, quark is not such a good fucking thing. Okay. All right, we're going to have to go to, they're going to have to use Skoogle for this one. Skoogle me it. Skoogle me it. Let's go Skoogle me it. Haiti, map location. Oh, come on, maps. Come on. Fuck, there it is. All right. Let's get this. The fuck? Okay. Oh, Haiti's just south of... Fuck- I thought Haiti was in a different place. Is that really Haiti? For some reason, I thought Haiti was off the west coast of the fucking U.S. I didn't realize it was south of Cuba. Okay. That's bizarre. Alright, let's bring this up here for folks. Okay. For those of you who don't know, this is Haiti. Okay. Haiti is here. This is... Fuck. There it is. Haiti. Haiti... Dominican Republican Republic. You know, they split the country into. It used to be all Haiti or all Dominican Republic, I can't remember. And then they split it in two and turned Haiti into a shithole. I didn't realize Haiti was south of Cuba. For some reason I thought it was elsewhere. I thought it was I thought it was located further north and to the west of the United States. I didn't realize it was southwest of the United States. So you got Haiti here of the United States, okay? So Basically, what you got is you got these Haitian refugees, which went from here in Haiti all the way to here and then are crossing the border in Texas fucking here. Okay, that means they went from here to here or came up through here and into Mexico and across. It's like this is fucking insane. This is like ludicrous levels of fucking stupidity. And the United States is letting it happen. All right. Uh, We're not going to go into the black national anthem debate. That's pointless. All right. Time for a laugh. What do we got? Last week marked the start of Fat Bear. We, uh, We are covered that. Attendees at a British music festival. P may have poisoned the local water supply at a British music festival. This is what happens when you have a music festival and everyone pees in the forest. Okay, according to public urination at Glastonbury Festival led to illegal drugs entering the river running through the famous Somerset site in Southwest England, potentially harming wildlife according In other words, they've had an increase in MDMA and cocaine. Why is cocaine so badly in England? All right. I'm not going to watch this parody. All right. What do I got here? I've got some deep dive subjects on tall gray aliens and such. We're going to skip that. we got some good memes here from the No Agenda show. This is the No Agenda newsletter. Links in the show notes. China hates Florida too. All right. All right. There we go. That would be Australia, it looks like. Yeah, that's all. See, China syndrome. Here we go. Health care is a human right. Deny health care to political opponents. Hmm, hit the both at the same time. Absolutely. Democrats, toddlers, the sleep deprived, and drunks. In their Venn diagrams, toddlers and the sleep deprived want to sleep. Toddlers and drunks can't talk properly. That would be me. Drunks and sleep deprived can't focus on anything. But yet, all three make stupid fucking decisions. Except I avoid making stupid decisions when I'm drunk now. I try to make in advance decisions that will avoid me making stupid decisions when I'm drunk. Knowing that I'm going to get drunk. All right. We got space stuff from Murr. New Right Message. See, if I slow down, I'm fine. All right, we're going to carry this through with some TikToks to carry us out to the end of the show. (coughs) Because the grandkids were kind enough to provide me with TikToks. This is what truly fucked up all my stuff here this week. All right. D&D, the part that all DMs dread.
3: You enter the dungeon, and on the far side of the room, you see... A door. Can I seduce the door? No, you cannot. Can I seduce the door? Also, no. Can I punch Zeus? Uh, Zeus, you take four damage. Well, I transform into a beaver. You do that. Now, can I seduce the door? Still, no. I punch Zeus again. Three more damage. Can I fight the door? No. Uh, I also would like to fight the door. No one can fight the door. I fight the door. You lose. I fight you, Ares. Take a walk. Is the door dead or alive? It's a door. Can I enslave its soul? How would you... No. Can I build a better door? Do you want to build a better door? I acquire lumber from the surrounding forest. Okay, you do that. Is is the door locked? No, it isn't. I open the door. You do so. Inside is one small treasure chest. I seduce the treasure chest. No! (laughs) Enter the dungeon.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a DM group that I've known here and there. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one.
3: Just in time for the holidays, it's Stop Touching Me, Elmo. When you press his back, Elmo puts his hand on your knee and says fun things.
2: Have you ever been tickled on the Insta?
3: Also helps kids brush their teeth with his toothpaste dispenser. (laughs) ah! Just in time for the
6: holidays,
0: it's stop touching me. (laughs) Ella, that's sick. That's sick and fucking twisted. (laughs) I'm glad I took this one in fucking uh, Odyssey because that one there is beyond fucking sick and twisted. What's sad is that's allowed on fucking TikTok. That's truly sad. All right. Attention, Satanic Socialists.
3: Alright. Attention, Satanic Socialists. This is the home of a patriotic Christian family. You know when something starts with satanic socialists, that is gonna be just spicy. We work hard and pay taxes. We do not celebrate Satan's Day. What is Satan's Day? Is that a holiday I've missed? Can I get a day off on Satan's Day? We do not give away free candy to lazy, entitled... Oh, it's (laughs) trick-or-treating. How do you make such a big deal out of trick-or-treating? No handouts. Welcome to America. If you want candy, get a job and find Jesus. Yes, six-year-old, that's trick-or-treating. Get a job. (laughs) Attention, satanic socialists. This is the home of a patriotic... Oh, dear God, that's sad.
0: Ah, two
3: ultimate trucks having,
0: uh, okay Let's see what we got here. You notice one thing I noticed that one TikTok video was actually full screen versus these narrow screen because all these other TikTokers don't know how to use widescreen on their phones. That's why it's so fucked up.
5: Two trucks having sex Two trucks having sex
4: My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex Two trucks having sex Two trucks having sex My muscles,
0: my muscles Alright, that just sucked. That was really sad. Here's another one that we have no idea what it is. Let's see what we got.
2: Your son
0: dresses like a whore. What? I saw him the other day wearing shorts. Oh no! I could see he's perfectly round, plump knees.
5: Not Denise! He's really asking for it. Oh, he is. Women can control their vaginas. When men dress like that. And in those shorts, he
6: will
0: never find a good wife. They have no other choice then. Yes. I will force him to wear a potato. Suck. Perfect. Your son. Dr- All right. I can see why the kid labeled it as dot, dot, dot. For starters, that one fat bitch is pissed off because men aren't paying attention to her anymore. She's hit the wall at a very fucking early age. She's fat, overweight, and just fucked up. And she wants to put all that shit on the men. I'm sorry. Poor women out there. Yes, you control access to the vajayjay. But men, we control who the fuck we marry and who the fuck we have relationships with. And women nowadays are giving it away like fucking candy at fucking Halloween where we don't have to commit to fucking anything to get fucking laid. Especially the younger one. Us older men, well, we're a little more limited in our choices. Or actually, truthfully, I could probably still get... I could probably still pull late 20s, early 30-year-old women if I really tried. Considering the shape I'm in now. But for the most part men control who the fuck we have relationships with women they control access to the vajayjay and once upon a time their little magic muffin was well controlled and men used to commit to get that magic muffin and that was part of the deal we knew the deal women would be um uniquely ours um What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Solely uh, monogamous. Monogamous with us. And we would provide for them and do everything needed. Well, that's changed. We won't go into that now. Let's continue on. We've got a couple more TikToks and then we'll wrap this shit up. Rickrolled again. Oh, new ways to Rickroll people. I love it. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was funny. I got Rickrolled again. It happens all the fucking time, man. They keep coming up with new inventive ways to fucking Rickroll people. <laughs> that was good. All right. I'm sitting there thinking, well, I know this. Why the fuck don't I? Why do I have this? Oh, fuck. As soon as he started singing, it's like, fuck, I've been Rickrolled again. <laughs> And then, of course, you got to listen to that bit because you've been rickrolled. You may as well fucking follow through. What the hell?
7: Lately, there's been a spike of superphobia in the United States. Is this about the superstraight?
0: Lately, there's been a spike of super soy boys in the United States, Canada. Australia, New Zealand, England and everywhere else. And this boy is the fucking poster child of the soy boys. Just look at that. Lack of manly jaw. All this fucking whiny voice. He's got the tie. Feminine I can't even do that anymore. Fuck. I've 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 regained my balls. I found my balls again. So it's like I can't do the feminine voice anymore. It's just fucking useless. Anyway, let's continue on with the soy boy
7: in straight transphobes making being straight and transphobic a sexual orientation. Transphobe, bigot, it's not a real sexuality. But be careful who you antagonize. Well some super straights are out of the closet. Oh no, not everyone is so lucky. Don't be a superphobe, be a super ally. Oh, this has to be satire, right? This has to be, you're telling me that people-
0: That boy is so fucking gay, he's the fucking bottom. At that, my Gadar is going ding 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 Gadar Gadar Gadar. All right, let's go.
7: Genuinely believe it's easier to be LGBTQ plus than it is to be straight. Oh, and sorry that you're getting called out for being transphobic. It's not discrimination to be told that you're being transphobic. Lately, there's been
0: go fuck yourself, boy. <laughs> oh, that's sad. All right, <clears throat> let's hit the last TikTok. And then we'll close this show out for those few people who make it this far in the show over on Odyssey. All
5: right. Oh, sweetie, who said we're dressing up as girls? We're just dressing up. <laughs> News slash gender is dead. You know, this comment is very ugly, and us, girls, gay, ladies, icons, the icons don't put up with ugly oh. behavior, because we are, what, well, pretty. So no, we won't stop. Maybe <laughs> you should. should. Oh, sweetie. Who's so fucking lord, help girls? me, man. We're just-
0: the world is fucking doomed. The world is fucking doomed. In major ways, we're fucking doomed. You think they're boys, but they're fucking not, or girls, but they're not. They're fucking boys. Oh, that's so sad. <coughs> oh, that one went down a little wrong. <coughs> like all these fucking TikToks did. All right. That's it. We're going to call this a wrap. We've hit the end of the TikToks. And the end of the show, let's have a little music, carry us on out of here. We'll call it a night. Thanks for the one or two people that actually listen to the show. I greatly appreciate it. Feel free to support the show in any way you can. Head over to therogestavern.com or hit the links in the uh, chat or in the, uh, in the uh, descriptions down below to donate to us via um, Streamlabs where you can buy some cool mugs with our logo on it and other stuff. More stuff is coming, I promise, folks. It takes a while to get all that shit together. Alright, off we go. These are the days of
4: thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. Stand still. Oh. Where's that at?
0: That's it. Stream ended. Hey, it ended just the way it's supposed to. Cool.